This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night, we're up the top of the tower. It can mean only one thing, of course. We are the Fight Disciples, and this is our Merseyside specific fight sports show. We do it every single week. We delve into the greatest stars of this fine city's fight sports scenes, whether it's mixed martial arts or boxing, of course there's loads going on in MMA right now and we'll certainly get recap on that in the coming weeks. Big news coming up for Darren Till, who's back in camp. Hopefully we get a fight for him early in the new year, whether that's welterweight, middleweight, we'll soon find out. Paddy the Baddy's out of the Cage Warriors 100 show. Again, I'll get Paddy in studio before the end of the year. We'll catch up with him and see what he's got planned for 2019. But right here, right now, listen... It's all about boxing. The rest of this year is all about boxing. This whole month has been all about boxing. We've got so much going on right now featuring Liverpool fighters. Obviously, we're counting down to the big one on December the 15th. That is Rocky Fielding versus Canelo Alvarez. That is the biggest thing in boxing terms going on in and around Merseyside right now. But another fighter who joins me in the studio, I'm delighted to say this evening, did have a massive fight build himself, set for December the 22nd. It was supposed to be at the Manchester Arena. It was going to be an all-British affair. Super welterweight. It was defending as WBC interim super welterweight belt. Unfortunately, an injury has come in now. Liam Williams, the opponent, has moved on. But JJ Metcalf, who joins me in the studio... Um, disappointing Jay massive opportunity against you know a, a lad who's fought Liam Smith in a final eliminator for a world title fight yeah. you must be kicking yourself this is what we've been waiting for Jay no I same yourself um, I had a little injury with my ankle um, I was meant to have a warm up as well a few weeks before just after I'd done my um, ankle so I've had to pull out of that just trying to get it right for that Liam Williams fight and um you know, I asked them to give me a few, six weeks. I'd give them an answer by six weeks, and they've come up with a different opponent. And you know, I've been kicked to the side, really. What was the what was the six week thing then? So you said you just wanted to give give you a couple of weeks to train on it and try and ease no, it back I in and could, see how it goes. Or they kept asking me, "Are you going to be all right for this fight? Are you going to be all right?" And I didn't know me. Foot was like a balloon at the time. Seeing um, physios, football physios, and stuff, and. Um, they're saying, look, it's going to be all right in, like, five, five, six weeks. This is, like, eight weeks out. and So I, was new, I knew it was going to be right for the fight, but it was just training for the fight, you know, like... But it was getting better all the time, so I said, just give me two weeks. This was, Then I've got back to them and said, look, this is going to be all right. I'm taking the fight. He said, brilliant. And then got back to me on the Tuesday and said, um, Liam Williams is sticking with us as... The opponent they've come up with so I think the reason he's done that is in case something happens to me ankle during my training and he misses out on a big fight yeah on a big because it is a big show of course it's yeah. it's, it's headlined by uh, Carl Frampton fighting Josh Warrington for the world title it is a, a great way to end the year for British fight fans but so Williams right now then they've changed his opponent not only that he's moving up in weight division he's going up to fight for the British the vacant British middleweight title against yeah. Mark Heffron you know, surprising that not only has he gone in a different direction, but he's decided to move more weight as well. Do you think part of that is in it? Maybe he's struggling to make the weight? Um, I thought of every different scenario. I couldn't think of it. So I was, you know, people said that ah, he's avoiding you, but it's not, not that. It's not the case because Mark Efron's a decent fighter as well. So 
it's not like he's just took an easy fight. He's took an hard fight at a weight above as well. So I don't know what what the reason is behind it. Just maybe um, that that is the reason. That's all I can think of. That he makes it a bit, a bit easier for him to make weight up at middleweight, of course, rather than to come all the way down to eleven stone. Yeah, I don't, I There's been so much it. back and forth with both of you, though. You know, you've been having a little pop at one another on social media. You know, yeah. It, it seems to, that was the thing that surprised me. It was like you made it quite clear. You were like, "Yeah, I've got an ankle injury right now. It's legit. I've got all the doctors' pay everything you want to see. Just give us a couple of weeks. Let's just see how it goes." Yeah. So for them to go in a different direction, that's what made it baffling to me. It's like, well, you can't talk up a fight as much as he has done because well, he's been be quite honest, vocal been, about fighting yeah, you. Been, Disrespectful as well, to be honest with you. He's, um, and I noticed he, he must have, I didn't know he'd been told about my ankle, but then on the Twitter, I'm not on Twitter much myself anyway, so noticed he was tagging me saying, um, I haven't heard from Kid Shamrock for a bit. Um, is he okay? This is like just after I've done my ankle, do you know what I mean? So then he starts, people are giving, it, giving him stick back, and then he's writing, um, like he's bottled it, yeah, but. This is before I knew he'd knew, but he didn't mention he knew me uncle, so he was just expecting me not to take the fight and made trying to make me look bad as well, do you know what I mean? So then when I've took the fight, I don't know, I mean, I don't know what's happened. Don't it's just done me head in. I was just couldn't wait to get out and fight because I was meant to fight him in um, June as well. That's right. But that that never come off. Um he wanted too much money at the time and um End up fighting someone else for the same title, so he's been calling me all kinds. So I couldn't. That was after reason. I had Joe and that saying, "Look, just wait, wait to get it right, get your ankle out, get it right, fight him next year." But I wanted to fight him that much. It was I got it right. My dad was adamant that it'd be okay, so I was just hoping to get back in there and get out before Christmas. Of course, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you're at that stage in your career now. You know, eighteen and oh on a fine vein of form, four stoppages in a row. It seems like you've stepped up to, you know, let's be honest, fringe world level, you know, ranking world level. Yeah. Um, and it's bringing out the best in you. You're looking more ferocious, stronger, hitting harder. You know, everything just seems to be clicking for you. And that's why the timing of this fight was, it's, it felt like yeah. it was perfect for you. Perfect. Yeah, so I was hoping to be a lot more busy, to be honest. I've only boxed, boxed in October. And then June, so I've only really had one fight in over a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but the good thing is, I've always I'm always in the gym. So every time I get to box, I'm gonna be better. So even though now I'm not gonna be out for a couple of months, I'm gonna I'm still in the gym and I'm still getting better and improving. So, so where's the ankle at right now? Now it's all right. They've given me I can run on it. Um, Do you have to strap it up heavy? Or? Yeah, you have to. St- just make sure it's strapped up when I'm running or doing any type of exercise. Um, oh, it's getting better all the time. Every week, I've, like when I first done it, I oh, did you walk do it? On did you, was you sparring or was you running? No, I was with you no know, Jay Carney. Yeah, yeah. I always run with him, so we went to the um, went to Picton. We we're gonna go on the track. Yeah. And um, the areas were on there, and they wouldn't let us on, so we went up just running from there up to Sefton Park and around Sefton Park. It was about half seven, eight, so it was dark. As we're running, he's as we're running, he's stood on something. I'm dodgy here. And then just as he said that, I've stood on a log and went over on it. But then 
had to walk all the way, but I was halfway down second, I had to walk all the way to Picton on it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that done it any help either. So I was on crutches for like two weeks or something. So is there any long, you know, damage there? Was it ligament damage or was ligament it just... damage? Yeah, um, call it a sprain. So I've, had, I've done three ligaments, just like grade two. So I hadn't torn them. Well, I've torn them, but I haven't proper snapped them or nothing. So yeah. they're just healing. So, it, so it's basically just a time thing, isn't it? Just time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. How'd you get on with them swimming exercises I sent over? Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah only, good? I've only done it once, yeah. Because <laughs> I started doing them and after, uh, my physio said to me, stay out the water for a little bit because the movement's on it or something. You need it, just everything to be straight. So, And I couldn't strap it up properly when I was in there, but it's a good, a good, um, good little workout. not the best there. swimmer, though. I can swim, yeah. but... Um, Breathing properly and all that technique and that. Been going in that that pick, then you see the kids there and they're freaking brilliant. And you see it, and you get in and you're splashing about. That's <laughs> terrible. Look at yeah. the professional athletes over there. He looks like he's <laughs> drowning. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good for you, though. It's good for your lungs. You know, yeah, obviously, it is, it's yeah. aerobically, it's very good for you as well. And it's a great recovery tool. You know, it's a, you can train, but you can recover at the same time because there's no stresses on no your impact, joints. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's so good. Anyone doesn't know, I used to work as a... I was editor of a fitness magazine as well as, as, well as fight magazines. And um, one of the things I always get requests from from fighters is, have you got any good swimming pool workouts? So I've got a couple saved there from back in the day. Which yeah, that, the one I sent there, you, though, I know. Yeah. Well, that, that one I sent you, that was actually built by uh, the swimming coach that was managing, that was looking after John Jones, the UFC fighter, for was many it, years. Yeah. That, was the, that was like the swim pool workout they were using. When he was the UFC champion, so it's legit. Like it's legit. Um, you need to get the rest of the lads in the pool. Who's the best swimmer in the gym then? I, I can't imagine there's many good swimmers in, in, out of your gym. To no. be honest, pricey probably just dives <laughs> in there. <don't laughs> such as the end. Yeah. No, I haven't even been swimming with them. It's just I've been going with Carney when we couldn't run. So yeah, that's it. Any news with Jay as well? I've heard he's is he on the way back. I think he's been off. Just waiting the, for some news at the moment. Yeah, I think he's just been off at the fight on uh, maybe on that Kelbrook bill as well. So brilliant. He's looking to get back in there. Well, he's 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 fit. Like he's just always fit to run. I get him to come running with me because he's a just brilliant runner. So yeah. he pushes you and gets your times. Brilliant. So this is a butcher's dog. What's yeah. the, what's the obviously it's been frustrating year for you as you say you've only had one out and in June. Um, and that was a you know a twelfth round stoppage when you the WBC belt. How important has it been to have the experience of your dad around you over the last twelve months? Because you know you get to this point, you feel like you've like four stoppages in a row. Bang! I'm 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 a win or two away from a world title shot. You know I'm overdue a British title shot. It's all going to happen for me now. And then to suddenly to a door, it feels like a door's been closed in your face a yeah. little bit. To no, have I've... the experience of your dad around you has that been important? No, what my career's been. Just full of that, really. Yeah. It's been like shows called off last second. Because uh, name and number of things that's happened to me over it. But he's always been there. Like when you're thinking, oh, freaking hell, this boxing's doing me head in. He's always there and keeps you motivated. And uh, without him, I don't know what I would have done. I mightn't have even stuck to boxing. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it's been brilliant to have him around me. And couldn't have asked for a better trainer than that. Is he still uh, still sparring with you? 
É, vamos para Adam for a while, porém. Isto é o Yeah, he's still wrestling. I went wrestling with him a few weeks ago. He's always wrestled done the wrestling, though. You know, when he yeah. was, when he, I remember when he was WBU champion. You know, Shay always, yeah. always, he was always ahead of the curve in that. He always yeah. did the wrestling thing, which for anyone listening, you know, it's like a, it's like Greco Roman style wrestling. It's like Olympic yeah. style wrestling type of thing he does. Yeah, he does that, and he does the uh, Jiu Jitsu too as well. Like the, oh, he's getting good at it. Like <laughs> I used to do it. He used to take me up to um, Bolton in Adderton. Yeah. We'd done it there for a while and when I was a bit younger. And then I was doing it in Carbon. And he's just carried on doing it like a couple of times a week. But he's, I haven't wrestled with him for ages. And then I wrestled with him the other week. And he's, he's still got that like determination about <laughs> him. He just won't give in. So Absolutely. Good. Are you, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you get into camp, do you, do you kind of do what your dad used to I remember your dad used to lock himself away on a flat in, you know, a dingy little flat somewhere, and he lived this like monk kind of style existence to yeah. get himself in the right frame of mind. Do you have to do that? Are you a little yeah, bit more? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Um, usually stay with my granddad or in a friend's flat that I've, that he's got. So just to concentrate on it more, and you know, be away from your girlfriend and the kids and that, just so you can. You know, there's no distractions or. I'm gonna be playing with the kids when you're done in and yeah. just so you're hundred percent focused on the fight. Absolutely. Do you yeah. it's it, it's a, you know, it's it's a way that a lot of lights are doing it now. Like obviously Bellew does something similar, Anthony Joshua does something similar, you know, from this city, Anthony Fowler, you know, those guys are going away and doing it, but it's kind of having that mentality and yet, you know, there's there's also a lot of fighters that like going home. And playing with their kids and like yeah. relaxing and switching off and not talking about boxing, not doing anything. I just it kind of like horses for courses, I guess. It, it kind of depends on on every fighter. Looking into 2019, then Jay, where you are now, obviously, the Williams fight. You'd like to think that would still happen at some yeah. stage if he comes back down. You know, if yeah. he, if he comes back down to light middle, I think you've got business at light middle. There's no talk, no thought of you going up to middleweight, is there? No, but if a fight comes up. At middleweight, and um, it's the right fight, I'll take it definitely. Yeah, um, but I want to do what I can at like middleweight first, or should go welterweight. Hopefully, I had a fight Liam Williams, but even then, if the I don't know when he's gonna be back out, and I want to be back out as soon as possible. So, once I need something early, early January or February, even, yeah. So, could the ankle do t- December twenty second now? No, have you kind of yeah, eased could. back right back off? I've eased now? back off training a little bit, and so, but I've been in the gym still every day, so my fitness will still be there. I think, and I've asked them, I asked them to get on that bill, but it doesn't look like they're gonna get me on it. So, yeah, management have said they um, they get back to me at the end of the week and see if, what, what they can come up with and what shows they've got. So, yeah. absolutely frustrating times. You listen to Fight Disciples. On Radio City Talk, I'm joined in the studio by James Metcalf. We're going to talk a little bit more in part two about this super welterweight division domestically. Loads of big fights going on. Incredible potential showdowns down the road for James, of course. There's tons of superb world-class like middleweights just in this city, never mind the rest of the UK. So loads going on. And then, of course, we want to end the show uh, tonight. I want to get JJ's take on the big one that comes up in two weeks' time. Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. 
you can't not be excited about this fight if you love boxing. Stick with us. You listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Delighted to say I'm still joined in the studio by undefeated 18-0, JJ Metcalf. Got an ankle injury if we've missed part one, but out of the fight on December the 22nd, but we're looking forward to a massive 2019 for JJ. A little bit of news before we continue. Murray has been linked with a, 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 will, a, a fight against uh, former world champion Hassan Ndam, uh, the Frenchman. That's on the December the 22nd card. The same Carl Frampton, uh, Josh Warrington card that uh, that JJ was supposed to be on. Martin Murray there. Definitely on the bill. And the Frenchman is number one contender to come in at the moment. Anthony Fowler will be back out, as we know, uh, on December the 8th, two weeks before. That's on the big bill down at Sheffield Arena, headlined by Kel Brook. We were talking a few weeks ago about uh, about Fowler potentially fighting Michael uh, Zarafa, the Commonwealth champion fighting out of Australia. That was until Zarafa was named as Kel Brook's opponent. Um, but so far, while that fight's been confirmed, the Commonwealth title belt has not been attached to Zafara versus Kel Brook. And we're hearing whispers that it will be vacated and Anthony Fowler could well be fighting for the vacant Commonwealth belt on December the 8th uh, against an opponent, TBC. Uh, we'll keep you abreast of all that. Follow us on social media at Fight Disciples. And of course, to listen to this week's podcasts, boxing, UFC, national, domestic, international, everything's in there. You can get all that over at fightdisciples.com or via iTunes, anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Um, could be a big opportunity for Fowler, that. Uh, yeah. Interesting if it, if it does come about. Um, I know he's been kind of banging on the door to move forward, but, uh, you know, Commonwealth title fight, it'd be, it'd be a cracker if he can get hold of it. Yeah, it will be, yeah. Um, I'm just wondering who, who, who he'd be fighting for the Commonwealth title as well, so that'll be interesting to see who he's fighting. Absolutely. Um, obviously, it's a, we're buzzing around this weight class of yours, this 11-stone weight class. Uh, mentioned Fowler there, of course, and um, you know there's been a a lot of talk about yourself, Fowler, Liam Smith, three light middleweights, all from the same city. You know, first one of you guys to get a world title belt. That's what we do. We just do a little try, just do a little round table, just the three years, just go at it for this world title belt. That's what <laughs> I want. Pack out the Echo Arena. We'll do three shows a year. And just keep passing that world title belt around. That would be absolutely perfect. <laughs> Who else domestically, Jay? Who else in your in your weight division? Uh, obviously, you're going, you're going to speak highly about both both Fowler and Beefy. But who else around that weight division do you like the look of? Who's 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 at the t- who's up there? Um, do you think? Cheesemans look good against that five field. Yeah. Um, who else is there? I'm glad you picked Cheeseman out because he ra- Cheeseman and your style, I think, are quite similar. Yeah. Quite strong, walk people down, power shots, go to the body well. You know, I think you're both very similar in style. Yeah. I think that would be, to be honest, I think you versus Cheeseman would be an absolute yeah. cracker. Well, we, were, we were meant to, um, the ball put it forward, we were meant to fight each other. For, um, well, it should have really been for the British title, but they put it for an English title because uh, we both had eliminators. But he pulled out through, because um, it was for an English title and said it's worth more than the English title. Yeah. Which it, it was, do you know what I mean? But I was just looking to take the fight because I was getting no exposure at the time and it would have been on it would have been on a big bill and it would have been a good fight. So then they 
brought that byfield in who he's fought and you know he he done well against them. He was tough but he just went good enough, didn't have the power to keep him off. No, he didn't, no. That was quite surprising, I thought, with Byfield going into that fight because I'd seen Byfield box before and he seemed to have a little bit more zip in his he punches. Did, yeah, but... I think the time out, he, he hadn't boxed for over a year or something, so I think that yeah. affected him a bit. Maybe if he had a couple of warm-ups, it might have been a better fight. But He just seemed to be throwing his shots and Cheeseman just walked through it like, yeah. they, like they were nothing. Yeah. You know, not... I think in a lot of ways, I talked about this at the time as well, I thought it kind of flat, the performance flattered Cheeseman a little bit because I thought Byfield looked that flat. Yeah. And it made Cheeseman look even better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Look, you thought, wow, look at che- Cheeseman's like the Terminator here. But then towards the end of the fight... He turned it on, didn't he? He, he did, yeah. And Absolutely. Like for but then Byfield turns it on and Cheeseman yeah. ends up cut to bits and you thought, it got about seven or eight in and I'm thinking, I've been impressed by Cheeseman here, Byfield yeah. looks poor. But then by the end of the fight, I was thinking... Cheeseman should have had him out of there. Why is Cheeseman in the trenches going down 10, 11, 12 when he's got seven rounds in the bank? Yeah. He just seemed he, he seemed to take his foot off the gas. Byfield seemed to come alive. But, you know, are you watching, like, I'm a, as a fan, I'm watching that thinking, disappointed with Byfield, just didn't get started for eight rounds, nine rounds. Ultimately, I'm disappointed with Cheeseman that yeah. he wasn't able to capitalise on his strength, on his dominance, and get the fight finished. In the, you know, yeah. as a... As a Fighter and also someone in that weight division. What did you What did you take from the fight? Yeah, do you know what I think? I think Cheeseman done well, and it would have been a big learning fight for him as well because he's only twenty two. So I think um, he done well in the fight. He probably could have got him out of there, but I think at the same time that Byfield needed credit for being stubborn and staying in there and showing his heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one name I do like in this weight division for you, and I think you know he's he's a guy that's quite the opposite of you. Actually, he's someone that got a ton of attention, even though in a lot of ways his technical abilities are quite limited. But he's had a lot of exposure. And that's Sam Eggington. Eggington. Yeah, yeah. I think Egging. You know, you against Eggington would be another good fight for the fans. Yeah. Um, how much, you know, the likes of Eggington, you know, potentially uh, Cheeseman, um, Kel Brook. You know, these are names I'd love to throw your way and go, oh, yeah, these would be great fights. But politically, is there any any chance of them happening, really? Because, obviously, you're signed with Frank and most of them guys are signed with Matchroom. I don't think it's going to be the easiest fights to make. Um, you know, with my luck, <laughs> I don't think they'll be coming off any time soon. So. But um, I'd love all them fights. They're the fights I want to be in. Um, yeah, I can't really see it happening any time soon. There's a lot of, you know, of all of the names I've just mentioned. Then, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this weight division, in this eleven stone division domestically, that you know are quite happy to let their lips go, can talk, you know, yeah. always calling people out, calling for fights. You seem to be kind of the opposite of that. You know, you yeah. seem to be the guy that's not really saying much, but I've never heard you turn a fight down. I've never heard no. you go like the Cheeseman fight. He's right. Che- you versus Cheeseman for the English title doesn't make sense. But you still never turned it down. You accepted no, it. No, I was accepting it on that basis that, you know, because I, I, I got him stick off Byfield because they matched the end up because that never come off. Again, they should have put me forward for the British title, but they never they kept me in another eliminator against Byfield. But it was like Byfield was saying I, I, I avoided them, but um, me without me even having having a say in it, 
um, Warren had pulled me out because his manager had won the purse bits and it was for something ridiculous, like five grand or something. So I, would have, I wouldn't have even been able to cover my expenses for me training. But <laughs> um, but at the same time, it would because I'm contracted with Warren, it would have cost Warren money extra on top of that just to pay for me to fight on their show, which wouldn't, no one would have even seen the fight. Yeah, would have been on like a um, sports hall somewhere in don't even Redden somewhere. Yeah, 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 of course. So they didn't make that fight, and the fighter ended up getting for the WBC international title. So it panned out a little bit. Obviously, we spoke to you a year, eighteen months ago. Now, when was it you signed with Frank? When you signed with? Uh... It's coming up to nearly two years. I think I signed. Signed just in January, um, two two years this January, but I don't know if it. Yeah, two years, two years. Because yeah. you had a couple of fights in 2017, three fights in 2017. It was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. You know, a big MAN Arena show, the big show at Leeds Arena, and it was like, okay, here we go. Let's catch fire now. Let's start moving forward. And then you had the win this year in June. Back at the MEN arena again, you know, for someone that has been on so many small hall shows to suddenly have the last four fights be at arenas yeah. on big shows, big TV exposure, again, all stoppage wins. That's the most frustrating thing for me. I'm like, ah, we took so long to get here. Yeah, you know, it might driving me insane. Game, so it must it? be driving you round yeah, absolutely round the bend. I've had so many sleepless nights just thinking about it, just thinking what, what's going on, what do we have to do, you know what I mean, to get on these shows. I got on Bellew's bill once and um, it's, I was warming up, I was meant to be on, I think, just before Callum Smith and um, made up, I'm an Evertonian as well, so I was made up to be boxing on it. And um, This Echo Arena bill, was it? No, it was in Goodison. Oh, right, okay. So um, I'm in there and I thought... They say, you're coming on just after Callum Smith. And then Callum Smith's fight it went a bit longer than what they thought it was going to go. So then he said, ah, you're going to have to wait. And then it was getting later and later and they had, to, they had to be out the venue at a certain time. So then um, he said, if Bellew's fight doesn't go early, you're not, you're not going to even box. Like, what are you know, I didn't know I was sitting there thinking what? But luckily my dad was there then as well. He's just like, Don't worry about it. It just kept me motivated. Had me keep warm, keeping me warm. And um luckily Bellew knocked them out, but then because everyone had freaking got off and the cameras had gone, I boxed a good kid there in Tom Knight and it was I had a good performance that night, but no one's seen it. So um another time I was unlucky. The life of a boxer, it's not all glamorous, ah, is it, mate? Definitely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, in, in 2019, then, obviously, you know, you, 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 there's no good dwelling on it now. We've got to look forward. Uh, it would have been nice to see you on December 22nd, of course, but, you know, as you say, you want to try and get out early, January, February, try and get, you know, push on. I'm sure MTK will be pushing hard for you to get you out early in, in the new year. What's the ideal year for you? You know, is it... Would you like Because you, you seem to have gone with the WBC belt. You seem to... And, and Liam Williams, I would hazard a guess you go more towards international competition, you know, chasing down a world title fight. You've kind of distanced yourself from where Fowler is now, going for yeah. a Commonwealth, more of a traditional domestic route. Is that yeah. is that something you've done deliberately, sat down with Frank, or it's just opportunities no, it's just, have gone that way? That's just the way it's 
the way it's worked out if they offered me a British title fight tomorrow, I'd take it, do you know what I mean? But it's just the way it worked out. They got me a title fight and I weren't gonna say no to it, that's what I've been after, so that that title come up, so um if any other title come up I'd jump at that as well. Yeah, it's not like you're deliberately trying to, you know, fast track yourself to a world title fight or No, well, I would have liked to do it the traditional way, like win every every title along the way, but I just haven't been fortunate enough to have the backing to get me to them fights. Do you know what I mean? So as I said, like the Cheeseman fight and the few other fights that have meant to happen never happened for me and on the boxing board as well, like the way it worked out with the British title after me eliminators and that just never panned out for me to get the British title shot. Yeah. But that's something you'd still go you'd yeah, still go back to that yeah, now, there's, yeah. There's really the more the fights in Britain are more appealing for myself and the fans as well. So all them fights are there and I don't wanna just box people people don't know about. There's hundreds of even not thousands of good boxers out there, but not many people know them, so you don't get the credit you want. But if you box any of the top ten in Britain, they've all got decent names and people know them, so yeah. I'd rather them fight. Of course. When you were a when you were a kid growing up, when you were you know like a, a young teenager, or you know before you went into novices, everything else, when you were still an amateur boxer, when your dad was doing his thing did you envisage then that being a professional boxer would be this type of life would be like this did you see it was more glamorous did you see it as tougher you know I never even thought about it like that I just um, I just knew I was going to box and um, I never really thought of it as like I want to do it because I want to be like famous or anything like that I just done it because I grew up watching it and loved it and you know, it's always it's been in my life, my whole life, really, with my dad growing up. So, I just that's the reason I wanted to do it. When you were growing up, did it did it seem a, gram- a glamorous life? Because your dad a was never bit, a, yeah, a glamorous to... fighter. No. That wasn't the way he fought. And he, you know, like yourself, he, the last thing he wanted to be was a celebrity. Yeah. But I can't imagine he could walk through town without getting mobbed. No. Yeah. I thought it was glamorous because of the people I was watching at the time and that likes a Nassim and that he he made it glamorous, but being around my dad it was just normal. It weren't like he I don't know, it weren't like he was a boxer really. Yeah. He, until until we went out and people were stopping him and stuff, but he he was just grounded, so It's a funny life this pro boxing game though, isn't it? Yeah. I know. You know. It, it's such a it's such a weird place to put yourself in don't get me wrong I think being a professional fighter for anyone full stop it it's I think you're built that way anyway I think for me it's it's genetic I don't think anyone can do it I think you're, you're born a fighter but I think it's only when you immerse yourself in this world of pro boxing that you realize how you know some of the some of the greatest fighters potentially haven't realized their potential just down to the fact that they weren't with the right manager they weren't yeah. with the right promoter they didn't get the right phone call you know, we're talking there about another lad from this city, Anthony Fowler, who's had a great amateur career, and we would we don't begrudge anybody doing well, of course not. He's going to get a Commonwealth title fight in his, his ninth fight. You've had 18 fights. You would love a Commonwealth title fight, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So it's a, it's a weird one. You know, unfortunately, as you say, you've got to be in the right place at the right time, but all you can do, I guess, at this stage is 
keep grafting, keep yeah. winning, keep working, and eventually you, you won't be denied. Yeah, that's it. I just want to. It's like the likes of Fowler, he's done well himself, though, getting his. Um, you know, he's he's constantly on his Instagram, on his Twitter. He's got a. don't know how many followers he's got, but. He's done well promoting himself like that. That's what you need to do, like Jay. You that. need to start taking your shirt off on Twitter, I'm showing right. everyone your abs. I think to myself, <laughs> I'm going to do this now, and then I go on it, right? So I'm like, fuck, I can't like that, and just forget about it. And so I'm no good at that stuff. I love it. Uh, stick with us. You listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'm Nick Pete. Still joined in the studio by JJ Metcalf. Coming up in part three, we're going to have a little look ahead to these fights coming forward, of course we're going to mention our own Rocky Field because we dare to dream just like Rocky does. Uh, and, you know, there's one for you, Jay, as well. When he when Rocky knocks out Canelo on December 15th and they rematch at Anfield in May, we've got to get you on that, Bill. That, that's the one. You know, you were on last at Goodison. We want you on definitely at Anfield. Let's, to be let's push for that, that one. Uh, fighter, Listen, it? we'll take anything. <laughs> we'll take yeah. anything, Jay. We're not bothered. <laughs> uh, stick with us. Fight Disciples. More coming up. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. And listen, we couldn't stop talking then during the break. Uh, never mind. There's just there's such an opportunity for a lad from this city coming up on December the 15th. Let's make no mistake, Canelo Alvarez, Jay, is the number one pound-for-pound pound ticket seller in world boxing. Doesn't get, any bigger yeah. than, doesn't get any bigger than Canelo. That's it. He, he sells more, because Floyd's gone now, he sells more tickets than anybody. Obviously, the Mexican market. Anthony, obviously, Anthony Joshua does amazing things over here, but we're talking about where it really matters in the US, where they generate hundreds of millions, if not more, dollars. That Latin American market belongs to Canelo. He is the biggest name in the sport. He will stand nose-to-nose with Liverpool's old Rocky Field and on December the 15th. How does Rocky win, Jay? Come on, tell us. By Kale. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, it's a big ass for him. Everyone knows that. But the size difference when they stood next to each other. And um, everyone knows Rocky Fielding's a big puncher, so you can't just write them off. Have you been surprised by... I'm sure you've heard it. I've heard it. Even, even from this city, never mind internationally or the rest of the country. People saying, oh, Rocky... I can't believe Rocky Fielding's getting that fight. He doesn't deserve it. Have you heard that? Have you heard people I, saying that? Yeah, crazy? you see it all the time. I just don't know what's up with these people. You know what I mean? He's, um, he's just won a world title. Went over to Germany and won it as well. Um, yeah. You know, it's, the fight's come to him. He's, you know, he's deserved it because he's won a world title. So, and to think he hasn't got a chance, you know. It's a bit stupid as well to think he's Canelo's moved up like two weights now. Yep. And oh, you know, he's a Rocky's a massive puncher at super middleweight. So I don't know. As a fighter, how would you approach a fight like that then? Because you know, you it, for Rocky, well, for anyone, never mind Rocky. For anyone fighting Canelo, doesn't get any bigger than Canelo. He generates more interest than anyone. There's more, he generates more pay-per-view sales, as I say, but not only that, more media attention. Uh, you know, the spotlight is brightest when you're facing Canelo Alvarez. So as a fighter, how would you deal with that? How, how would you, you know, is that something you have to program yourself for 10 weeks in the gym to be prepared for? I don't think I'd have to. I think I'd just be focused on just fighting. I wouldn't think about who he was and stuff like that, but everyone's different, but... It'd be hard not to 
get built up because you're fighting in Madison Square Garden and you know massive bill. So, but I don't know. He's, he's with Jamie Moore. Jamie Moore is clever, so I think they'll just work out something between them, and you know we should see the best Rocky Fielding on that night. Absolutely. Can you game plan for someone like a Canelo, who we accept can pretty much do anything? He's very good. Very well. It's hard not to name. He can't list as good attributes because there's no bad attributes. Especially after his last fight. Well, he shocked the world, didn't he, by taking it to Canelo, uh, taking it to Golovkin. We never expected him to do that. We thought he'd try and pinch it off the back foot like the first fight. But instead, he went toe-to-toe with Golovkin second time. And that was like, whoa, that was a massive statement. So, in Rocky's eyes then, can you game plan for that? Or can Rocky field and just, can all he do is be the very best Rocky fielder? That's it, yeah, that's all he can do. And um, as long as he goes out there and gives everything he's got, you know, no one can knock him. And hopefully it's enough to beat Canelo Alvarez. Absolutely. It'd be great, isn't it? What a party that's going to be, absolutely. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about the big fight that's coming up in a couple of weeks' time as well. Um, obviously, well, it's two weeks, actually. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Uh, a stable mate of yours, obviously also signed to MTK, also part of the Frank Warren BT Sport banner. Um, you know, talk about big fights. You know, if, I think if Tyson gets his way against Deontay in two weeks' time, there'll definitely be a rematch there as well, and that could well come to the UK. There's a, another massive bill yeah. that I'm sure you'd be chomping at the bit for. But in terms of this fight, let's let's be honest. Tyson's done nothing for the last couple of years. He's had the two warm-up fights back. He's lost a shed load of weight. He's overcome yeah. incredible adversity psychologically to put himself back in this position. Can he do it? Do you think he yeah, can do it? I think he's going to do it, yeah. I reckon he's going to do it in um, points, beat him on points. What makes you say that, Jay? Because, you know, I as I say, he's done nothing for two years. He's, I think he's that agile and clever and his movements for the size of him. He's that nimble on his feet. I just think it's going to be hard for um, Wilder to pin him down. Don't get me wrong, he could catch him a bit woody because he's a he's fast in the power and he's been hit by lighter fellas like Cunningham, but yeah, got up and he's come on since then. So if he's if he's if he's how he should be, um, if he's anything on the shade of when he was be Klitschko, I think he's gonna do it, and then I think he'll be Joshua after that. Whoa. Yes, there we go. Now, are you saying that because you're both signed to MTK no, and you're both always, with Frank, I've or do you like, genuinely believe that? I genuinely believe he will, yeah. I reckon he's a better boxer. Yeah, you think he's just got the, just, just the style just watch, to negate everybody? You have to watch how easy he beat Klitschko to watch Joshua then. Joshua was... You can, yeah, but from a fan's perspective... Away, it was better to watch. It was better yeah. to watch. But it's not about that, is it? <laughs> You've said that about Floyd Mayweather, couldn't you? Yeah. But, I think he's got if he's if he gets himself back to where he was, I think he'll beat anyone. Yeah. Do you think it's important this week that they uh, confirm that Floyd Freddie Roach is going to be in the corner as well, just to add that bit of experience? Obviously you've got a corner team which is yeah. relatively inexperienced, but then yeah. you've got your dad in the corner as well, who brings a wealth of experience. Do you yeah. think it's important Freddie Roach has joined Team Fury? Yeah, I don't know how long how long's he been with them though. I don't know, like if it's I think they've been there the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Yeah, I think yeah. they've been there the last couple of weeks at Wildcard. I think they moved down there from Big Bear two weeks I ago. I honestly believe that he doesn't even need that experience in his corner. I think he's that experienced himself that he can he knows what he's gonna do and he does maybe needs someone to give him a little kick up the arse or whatever, but I don't think he'll need 
need much experience in his corner and that's why he's been able to do what he's doing with this new training he's got because he knows himself what he needs to do. Yeah. It's been incredible. Regardless of how Tyson does in two weeks' time or a week on Saturday, just just him getting back. For me, he's won already. Yeah. Just getting back in the shape he is and the mindset that he's in and the way he's talking and the way he's walking again. If you look at the way he was at the... When he, was at the, when he was at the bottom, let's be honest. It's incredible, the journey that he's been on. It's so inspirational for anyone, not just in boxing terms, but that man almost committed suicide. He was at the yeah. bottom, he was the lowest ebb. And the worst thing was, that was when he was undisputed champion of the world. It's crazy, isn't it? Because everyone's still like writing him off, aren't they? But I don't see how you can write him off after everything he's come through. And I, just, I just don't see why they're beating him. You're talking about Tyson Fury, you can't stop smiling. Is it just I like him, yeah, <laughs> just to think he's there. Uh, if you were there when he was talking last time on uh, June, he just has it in stitches. He's brilliant to, be, um, to watch. And, uh, he's not even the best to watch like boxing, but he's, nope. just, he's entertainment outside of it. Yeah. Um, he mates over there now, Brian Phillips. He was being sparring the kid over there. And he's in with Fury and he, he put a little video up of him doing a body spa with him. It's hilarious. Brian Phillips was sparring right. with Tyson Fury? Yeah, have you not seen it? No, <laughs> no, no. It's just a body spa. Someone's wrote on it, it looks like you're moving around with your little lad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to have a look at that. I'd seen Brian had gone out to Big Bear, that yeah, part of the camp, but he's moved over to Wildcard with them as well, has he? Yeah? I think they're up in Big Bear. Have they gone back to Big Fury's Bear? Oh, right, Bear, gone back yeah. to Big Bear now, after Yeah, yeah. Because I know they were there and then they went back to Wildcard. They, they were going everywhere. Oh, I don't but know. Anyway. Like, yeah, he was over in Big Bear and then he might have even went down to LA with them, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Freddie Roach's gym. Absolutely. Uh, let's look ahead as well before we finish off to that December 22nd card. I know it's frustrating to talk about it again, seeing as the way you know I'm not on the bill, but Warrington versus Frampton, you must have been looking forward to that. You know, you're a fight fan as much as anybody else. And yeah. How do you see that one going? I don't know, you know, it's a hard one, that. That's, um, a year you know, ago, Frampton. a year ago, you'd have said, well, Frampton, of course. Yeah, but I picked um, Warrington over Selby. Oh, did you? Yeah, I yeah. didn't. You see, I went the other way. Only because there's... The, the performances Selby had just before it weren't the best, and he no. was starting to, he used to be hard to hit, and then he was starting to get caught. And France, um, Warrington's work rate, and that I just thought he's going to beat him. But this time, I can't, I can't really pick, but I'd edge towards Frampton. Are you going to go with Frampton? That surprises yeah. me. I thought you might have gone with Warrington just because, again, Warrington, your style, similar, yeah. you know, strength, power. Uh, Frampton a bit, bit more of like a you know a standoff and a counter punch yeah, but I, I think, think it's going to uh, be a brilliant fight. I think it, Frampton will win, win most rounds comfortably early on, and then I think it might get a bit, bit hard for him towards the end. Yeah, he's like holding so, on down the stretch a yeah, little bit. Yeah, because I've seen him a couple of times as well. He's looked a bit. Um, I don't know if it's just because he switches off and he's winning that easy or what it is, but he starts getting caught a lot towards the end of like just after round nine or something, so I just don't know how it'll end up, but I just think um, France will point to me. Who's your favourite boxer to watch at the moment? Be Canelo at the minute, yeah. It's not nice to say, but him or Golovkin. I think Golovkin's slowly on the slide now, like, but like I've, I've picked Golovkin the last two times, but if they had a rematch now, I'd go for Canelo. Yeah. 
Well, the first fight, Golovkin was robbed of yeah, a decision. Yeah. Um, second fight, Canelo did the one thing no one expected, including Golovkin. Even that was close, though, still. It was. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But isn't that what great champions do? They reinvent themselves for the second fight. It was like when Frampton fought uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Leo Santa Cruz fought a completely different yeah, way the second like, fight. It's like Liam Smith with the, um, yeah. Liam Williams. Ab- absolutely, yeah. Liam Smith tight, like sort of got to him at the end of the fight the first time. Didn't box his best. You he, he can box better than that, and he knew that. But he'd still got the job done, and then the second time they were expecting him to do that. And I think to me, um, Liam Williams sort of like reserved himself, expecting that to come at the end, and he never, he just got outboxed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you in the studio. Much appreciated. Thanks for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having me. What's, uh, you know, where does, the, where does just journey end for you, Jay? You know, where, what's the ultimate goal? <sighs> Is it to surpass your dad's world title defences? Is that something that's on your mind? or? Yeah, no. I never really compare myself to my dad. Um, Do you have short-term and long-term ever... goals? Um, I just want to do whatever I can be the best I can be. Um, Hopefully win a world title. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, I never um, compared myself to my dad. If I do ever surpass what he done, it'd be because of him. Yeah. Because what he's taught me and that he's been there and showed me whatever he's learned when he's boxed and after he's boxed, he's still learning. So. Which is your favourite performance from your dad's from his career? Um, do you watch a lot of of your dad's tapes? Yeah, I used to have watched it for a while, but I used to yeah. Um, Probably on the Oligan fight because yeah. it was a big fight in the city. Um, another one um, that I liked the most, um, Terry, what was his name? Terry Carruthers or something. Carruthers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Sutherland, sorry. Sutherland. Terry Sutherland. He oh, was right, from a okay. um, gym in New York and um, he was boxing. He got a cut above his eye in like round two or something. They were going to pull pull it in. Um, pull him out towards the end of the round, the ref said to him, I'm giving you to the end of the round. And just out of nowhere, he's caught him with a big right hook and knocked him out. And, you know, that's what, that's probably the best shot I've seen him throw. So, yeah. one of them too. Yeah, absolutely. When you think about the Holligan fight then, does that make you think about defining fights in your legacy? Your potential, as I say, we started, we, we talked about it at the start of the show, the, the, the amount of quality 11 stoners and lads from this city and around your weight division do you kind of think inevitably there is going to be a big showdown against the city rival yeah, or there, should, there could be yeah definitely but um it always changes you always have like these people people in the city and you think yeah it could be then you could end up fighting one of them but it just doesn't pan out like that there's been that many at this weight around there's been First started there was Neil Perkins was about, there's Joe Selkirk, yep. there's Liam Smith, there's Anthony Farrell and all, there's there's loads, so I don't know, I just hopefully keep winning and if everyone else keeps winning and gets better then there could be a massive fight Who knows? in the city. Absolutely. Uh, thanks again, Jay. Much appreciated. Fingers crossed that your ankle gets sorted over Christmas. We get you out early in the new year and hopefully we get some championship belts in the new year as well you know let's get I want the British me I want you to go British route I, yeah. you know, I'd like to see you go British title European title yeah. world title you know I think 
100% you've got the ability to do it. We just need that opportunity. Come on, MTK. Come on, Frank Warren. Let's make it happen in 2019. Uh, you're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I said it earlier. If you want more from us, check out fightdisciples.com. Stick up. Uh, you can get all your domestic and international news across our social media at Fight Disciples on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.